Hi, I'm Maha Bulanain, and you're listening to Savvy Talk. Welcome to our special Ramadan series brought to you by Do Business called Inspiring Growth, where we're celebrating entrepreneurs and innovators who share their personal stories to help others learn valuable lessons. The story and passion of Ibrahim Malouhi started when he was young. At the tender age of nine, he used to watch his grandmother prepare the traditional Arabic coffee, and that's when he fell in love with the art of making coffee. Fast forward, he became a cybersecurity expert and decided, you know what, his real passion is coffee. He opened a Twitter and an Instagram account and just started posting about coffee. Ibrahim's passion turned into a profession for him, and he became an entrepreneur and opened Espresso Lab. Today, Espresso Lab has three locations in the UAE. Abeluhe's early relationship with the rich world of coffee led him to a journey of diligence that combined his passion for academic studies, but with the diligence of how to bring a unique customer experience. He traveled the world and visited all the coffee farms to really understand the business of specialized coffee. He also obtained a master's degree from Cass Business School in London, which really helped him prepare for the experience. One of the things I loved most about my conversation with him is learning how he's approaching his culture, his team, and his journey for an entrepreneur. You know, I, I, my first question actually has to do with coffee in Ramadan because like that's the thing everybody misses the most is that morning coffee. What happens to your business during Ramadan? During Ramadan, believe it or not, it's one of the best months for us in terms of business. Because people crave that coffee. They crave that coffee. Tell me a little bit about your business. How did you start Espresso Lab? So the Espresso Lab started with a vision. And I wanted to change uh, the specialty coffee scene in the whole country. I, I learned something that when you want to change something, you have to think of the whole universe. Don't think about yourself or the city where you are. Think about the whole universe. Why I wanted to serve uh, the best version of the coffee. Alhamdulillah, like, uh, after like try and error, try and error, Alhamdulillah, we managed uh, to open the Espresso Lab in uh, May 2015, and the journey started from there. And how did you come up with the name for the company? Oh, this is a very good question. First of all, uh, the, so uh, we are human, and we do mistake, and we are not perfect, but we can perfect and master what we are doing. We are not perfect, but we can master what we are doing. And the only perfect is uh, Allah. So this is where I took the espresso. It's one of the most sophisticated, uh, complicated drink that you can make. Uh, really? Then it, it requires like temperature, heat, grind size. So you have to calibrate the machine like and the coffee like five times a day just to serve the perfect cup of espresso. Uh, lab, I like uh, chemistry. So it's coming from their laboratory. Uh, it's about all innovation. Were you always like uh, experimenting? Were you? Did you come from that environment where you like to try different things? I mean, are you good in the kitchen? Are you? Do you make a really good cup of coffee yourself? Okay, so let me tell you something about uh, my education. My education is all about cybersecurity. Oh wow, completely different. It's completely different. 
بس اي لاف كوفي واي لاف اي لاف اي لايك اي لايك كوكينج يعني كوكينج از ون اوف ذا ثينج ذات اي لايك تو دو بس وين ات كام تو كوفي اي اولويز تراي تو كام اب وذ ديفرنت ريسيبي نيو ريسيبي ان سيرفينج بس ذا مومنت اي ستارتد ذا بزنس اي ستارت لايك ونتد تو سيرف لايك يعني اي ونتد بيبل وين ذي كام تو ذا سبريسو لاب اي ونتد تو سمبليفاي ذا هول جيرني So you enter the place and you have all of this uh, coffee menu, different origin of the coffee from different country. And we serve it in different sizes, like which is three ounce, five ounce, seven ounce. And this is why if you see like, I like math also. This is if you see like our uh, menu, it's all about uh, ounces. Alhamdulillah, we came up with different uh, drinks. Alhamdulillah, we did very well. Yeah, and how many how many espresso labs do you have right now in the in the UAE? Alhamdulillah, we have uh, three locations, but we supply to around 12 uh, wholesale customers. So Alhamdulillah, we that's amazing. Uh, international or national. So what what was the key driving force for you to becoming an entrepreneur? Like, how did you embark on this journey? Zain, uh, started in July 2001. It was my first day in the office. Uh, I entered the office. Uh, I was there at 7.30. So I was waiting for uh, for them to open the office. So the personal assistant came in. And her name is uh, Rawa. And she said, what you are doing here? I said, uh, I'm coming. To, uh, the contract said from 7.30 till 4.30. So I'm coming. I'll go On to time. The... Hey, she said, uh, no, Brahim here. People come very late. So they started the work at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. Then I asked myself, no, this is not me. And I always knew that I'll do something for myself. يعني I, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to really? do my own thing. Hey, يعني حتى the, when it comes to my uh, brothers and sisters, يعني they like the government uh, work. What yeah. you know? I'm, uh, يعني I want to be like independent. I want to do things by myself. You know, a big part of being an entrepreneur is you have yeah. to grow as you go, right? You are growing personally, you're growing professionally. You're really trying to make an impact uh, regardless of the market changes. Obviously, you know, COVID and cycles in your business will, will be happening. What were some of the main challenges you faced in, in the early stages of building your business? So one of the most challenges, uh, to be honest with you, it was uh, 2017. October 2017, we were uh, competing uh, for a competition in uh, Seoul, in uh, Korea. And uh, during that time, uh, like a, a group of people, like they went to, to the team and they like they wanted to, let's say, to bring the brand down. They want all the team to, to resign. So anyway, I came back and uh, so I looked at them. I said, okay, what's what's the challenge? They said, we want to leave. I said, Alhamdulillah, everything is fine. What's your challenge? They said, we got another uh, opportunity and we want to leave. And they offer us uh, a triple the salary. I said, I cannot afford that much. Uh, they said, we want to leave. I said, okay, خلاص. So I went back home. I was driving the car. So I was uh, very, يعني, how to say it is uh, sad, but I said, okay, there is good thing behind it. So Always when you find any challenges, always I look at the bright side of it. There is a good thing of it, maybe I don't know it, but something will be good about it. So I called uh, Maya and Maya, believe it or not, she's the first head barista lady. Oh, wow. Until now she's with me. So I called Maya the night, she, Maya, she told me, 
يعني I still remember this. This is why I, if you, if I look at Maya now, she's like part of the family. And she looked at me, she said, uh, boss, don't worry. I'm here. Even if I work by myself, uh, will, the spiritual lab will always be number one. So don't worry. Uh, Alhamdulillah, then uh, she, she put a post on the Facebook that we are uh, hiring uh, new staff. Alhamdulillah. Then someone sent me a direct message from Indonesia. He went to work. So we brought them in, Alhamdulillah. And uh, within like three months, everything went back to normal. And we became like much, 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 much better, Alhamdulillah. Can I ask you a question? You know, giving your background in cybersecurity, which is like really... It's a very specialized niche. Like yeah. not everybody knows how to do that. And then you went into the becoming an entrepreneur, building one of the top uh, niche specialty coffee brands in the UAE. Did you face, like, did you doubt yourself? Like, how did you deal with fear? And how did you deal with like, hey, I, I'm not a, I'm not an entrepreneur and a business person. I love coffee. How did you handle like maybe to yourself, the fear of will I fail or succeed or some of the doubt? Then diamond, there is a saying in Arabic, I don't know how to translate it in English. Behind it. Yeah, yeah. I'll say my wife. And she's uh, the biggest supporter. Even like uh, when I told her uh, I'm resigning, she said, I'm behind you. Like, I know that uh, you're good in what you're doing. And I know that you'll always be like, the best, so I truly believe in what you're doing. I want to talk about what was the point in your career, you know, since you started the company in 2010, that you said, okay, my business is successful. I, I think I made it. Well, it was before I started. Do you, do you yes. think there's a formula to becoming a successful entrepreneur, like, or a pattern? There isn't, I would not say there is a formula. It's all about uh, you should work from your heart. Always work from your heart, and especially with the people with the team. Don't treat the team as an asset. No, treat them as a human. Treat them that when they join you, one day it's like a train. The train will always move. So some people will step out of this train and some people will jump to this train. So always think about the people and make sure to leave a good impression with the people, especially the team. Ibrahim, Ramadan Kareem, thank you so much for being with us today. Shukran. Thank you for listening to our Ramadan series brought to you by Do Business. We'll have a new episode out in just a few days, so follow us on your podcast app so you get the alert when it drops.